السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يهده الله فلا مضل له وما يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله ما بعد فإن أحسن الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن شر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار So first of all it's a great pleasure to resume these lessons again after I think 17 or 18 months Alhamdulillah it's great to see people in the masjid and uh, to uh, come and uh, listen to knowledge and reminder and admonition and so today's lesson is we're continuing with the same book that we were going through in the previous series of lessons what is the goodly life what is a good life how do you live a good life and how is the good life described in the Quran and the Sunnah what are the ways and means to have a good life you know in this life before the next and every person on this earth, whether he's a, a Muslim, a non-Muslim, a person of Tawheed, a person of Shirk, doesn't matter who it is, all of the people of the earth, they share something in common, which is that they want to, they want to have a good life. They want to remove anxiety from their lives. And obviously the people of the earth, they have differed. They have split into different creeds, different beliefs, and they have different views and opinions about, about this world and why we're here. But as, uh, as Ibn Hazm remarked in one of his books, that one thing that is common is that everybody wants to remove anxiety from their lives. This is common to every everybody. And however... The goodly life, the way to live a truly good life, is with the understanding that there is an eternal life, the eternal goodly life. That is the, the perfect good life. That's what everybody, or, or people who believe in the hereafter, that's what they seek. And that good life is dependent upon the life that you live in this life. And... Allah has revealed and has sent books and has sent messengers to inform us how to live a wholesome, good, pure life. And so this was the basic uh, subject that we've been discussing in the series. We had six lessons previously. And so today's lesson, it's a, a one-off lecture, but really it's still within the, the context of this book. And it's called Paradise is for the Pure. Paradise for the pe- is for the people or for the, for the person who is tayyib. Tayyib meaning wholesome, pure, good. And so in this lesson today, inshallah, we're going to read through some speech in a short while, inshallah, from uh, Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, who describes the qualities of a person who is tayyib and what it means to have a life which is tayyibah, hayatun tayyibah. And so to start with, uh, 
what are what are what are the meanings of al hayatu tayyiba in the Quran? How does the Quran describe what is what is a good life? We're going to read through some ayat, inshallah ta'ala. So, first of all, the goodly life, al hayatu tayyiba, it is something that the believers, we as believers, this is what we seek. We seek a good, fruitful, stress-free, anxiety-free life in this world. All of us seek this. And as Allah says in the Quran, Tuba lahum. Tuba lahum. Alladina amanu wa amilu salihat. Tuba lahum wa husnu ma'ab. So in this ayah, Allah he says, those who believe and those who do righteous deeds, tuba lahum. And tuba is for them. We'll explain what this means shortly. Tuba is for them. And wahusnu ma'ab. And an excellent return. An excellent place to return. Now this tuba in this ayah, the mufassirun have given a number of different explanations. One of them is that Tuba is a name of a tree in paradise. And there's some uh, there's a hadith related from the Messenger of Allah which Shaykh Labani declares parts of it to be Hassan. And in this hadith, a man he comes to the Messenger of Allah and he says, Ya Rasulullah, Tuba liman, Tuba liman ra'aka wa amana bik. So the, the man is basically saying that this tuba is for the one who sees you and believes in you. And the messenger of Allah, he replied, Tuba liman ra'ani wa aman. This tuba is for the one who sees me. So meaning he comes and meets me and he believes in me. Wa liman amana bi wa lam yarni. And likewise, tuba is for the one who believes in me but did not see me. So this means for those of his companions who saw him, and likewise those after him who believed him but never never saw him. And then he said, it is a tree in paradise, shajaratun fil jannah. It is a tree in paradise whose expanse or whose width is, is, is as a journey of a hundred years. And the garments of the people of paradise they are taken or they come from its, you know, from its uh, leaves and things like that. So this is one, one explanation of what is Tawbah. Another meaning, Tawbah lahum, this is simply an indication that everything which is good, everything which is mustatab, everything which is wholesome, which is pure, which is good, that they will have this in paradise. Right? So they will remain there in forever without ever perishing, they will have riches, and they will, meaning they will be free of any need without any poverty. This is a second meaning, that, um, you know, that everything which, which, which is tayyib, which paradise contains, because the whole of paradise is, is tayyib, then this is for them. Tuba lahum. So either of these two meanings, broadly speaking, this is a reference to paradise. Likewise, in the Quran, there's a reference to uh, those who are tayyib, describing a believer as tayyib. Right? So, a tayyib min al-mu'mineen, a tayyib min al-mu'mineen, who is the, who is the, 
the wholesome, pure, good one from the believers, it is as follows. It is the one who مَنْ تَعَرَّ مِنْ نَجَاسِتِ الْجَهَلِ وَالْفِسْقَ وَقَبَائِهِ الْأَعْمَالِ وَتَحَلَّى بِالْعِلْمِ وَالْإِيمَانِ وَمَحَاسِنِ الْأَعْمَالِ Who is the good, wholesome one from the believers? It is the one who frees himself and cleanses himself and is free of the impurities, the impurities of ignorance. So ignorance is an impurity. And al-fisq, which is sinfulness. And the repugnant actions that we disapprove of, the actions which are disapproved of, they are repugnant. And the one who adorns himself he adorns himself with knowledge and with iman and with the best of actions. Right? So this is a type of adornment that we don't physically see. You know, you don't see. Uh, you, don't, you, don't, you, you can't ob- physically observe and, and see knowledge. You can see signs. You don't physically observe and see uh, iman or righteous, righteous deeds. But these are things which the soul is cultivated with and it performs a type of garment. It is a garment, it is a type of beautification, it is a type of goodness and wholesomeness. So these types of people or these types of believers who have these qualities, they are the ones to whom Allah Zawajal he, he mentions in the Quran Alladina Tayyibin. These are the ones whom the angels take while they are Tayyibin. Right? So a person of paradise is the one who in the state of being taken by the angels, he is from the Tayyibin. Tayyibin. Meaning that this is your description that we just mentioned here. And there are other descriptions as well. And likewise, Allah Zawajal, He said, Tibutum fadukhuluha khalidin. This is now in the hereafter when the people the believers are made to enter paradise. It will be said to them, طيبتم. What does this mean? As Sa'di rahimahullah, he explains, he said, طابت قلوبكم بمعرفة الله ومحبته وخشيته وألسناتكم بذكره وجوارحكم بطاعته So when it is said to the believers on the Day of Judgment, طيبتم <coughs> which means you did good you did good so enter into it meaning paradise and remain therein forever remain eternally therein forever what does it mean that you did good and so as-sa'di rahimullah he says it means that your hearts were good were pure طابت قلوبكم how بمعرفتillah with the knowledge of Allah and with the love of Allah, and having fear or awe of Allah, and your tongues with His remembrance, and your limbs with His obedience. So this is the meaning of طيبتم, you did well, you did good. Right? It is in the heart, it is upon the tongue, and it is obedience with the limbs. This is basically iman, the essence of, of iman. And likewise, we have the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal, 
as occurs in the dua, in the dua Rabbi habli min ladunka dhurriyatan tayyiba a supplication made O oh my Lord grant to me from yourself a wholesome pure offspring right so likewise not only is a believer is he someone who has inherent goodness he is tayyib he is also someone who does that which is tayyib because it will be said to him tibutum so he does that which is tayyib likewise he has offspring which is tayyib right offspring which 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 are likewise he he gives he uh, produces offspring which are like him which are tayyib so here we have the supplication uh, for having wholesome pure offspring likewise the statement of allah azza wa jal liyamizallahu alkhabitha min at-tayyib that allah may separate or distinguish between that which is khabith that which is uh, impure not wholesome you know uh, unclean from that which is tayyib from that which is pure and clean and likewise the statement of allah azza wa jal wala tatabaddalu alkhabitha بالطيب. Do not replace or change that which is khabith with that which is tayyib. Meaning, do not change that which is righteous deeds with that which is corrupt evil deeds. And similarly, the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal, وَالطَّيِّبَاتُ لِلطَّيِّبِينَ and one of the meanings of this, وَالطَّيِّبَاتُ لِلطَّيِّبِينَ Ibn al-Qayyim will discuss it inshallah later. But one of the meanings is that all things which are good, الطَّيِّبَات, all things which are good, are for the طَيِّبِينَ For those believers, for those who are themselves good. Just like for like. Good things are for those who are who are good. Pure things are for those who are, who are pure. Wholesome things for those are for those who are wholesome. And likewise, the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal, وَمَسَاكِنَ طَيِّبَةً وَمَسَاكِنَ طَيِّبَةً Here, even places or abodes are described as tayyiba, pure, wholesome. So you can see here that in the Qur'an, in all of these different verses, uh, we have different meanings of this word tayyib. It is applied to many different things, to a believer himself and to his actions and to the best and, and offspring, and to, to generally to good things, to that which is uh, a blessed, wholesome, pure land, likewise. Similarly, the statement of Allah Azawajal, made lawful to you are the tayyibat, meaning the wholesome, pure things. And so this can re- refer to either the dhaba'ih, the things which are sacrificed, the animals that we purify by sacrifice in the name of Allah and then we eat them and uh, likewise al-arzaq al-wasi'ah al-mahbubah lin-nas these are the, uh, offs- the, the this is the um, provision that we receive the vast provision which we, which we like or it can be uh, food it can be drink it can be all types of things that we find you know uh, delicious and tasty these are from the bounties and favors of Allah Azza wa Jal. And likewise, وَرَزَقَكُمْ مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ That He 
provided for you, he gave to you of the tayyibat. And also the statement of Allah Azawajal, Baldatun Tayyibatun wa Rabbun Ghafur. This is in relation to the people of Saba. What did he give to the people of Saba, the nation of Saba? He gave them Baldatun Tayyiba, a wholesome, pure, good land, and a Lord who forgives. And so what this is in reference to is that the people of Saba, Allah Azawajal, in that area, he gave them uh, the ability to uh, trade and to bring produce out of the land and to be able to trade with each other and you know in peace to be able to travel safely without any uh, hardship or difficulty or, or abuse or things like that. So free travel and the ability to trade all in, in peace and security. Uh, this is what he gave to them and he is a Lord who forgives as well. Right? So he bestowed them with all of this. Likewise, uh, the statement of Allah Azawajal, وَالْبَلَدُ الطَّيِّبِ In Surah Al-A'raf, وَالْبَلَدُ الطَّيِّبِ This is a reference to pure, wholesome land. And uh, as we see in uh, the, the, the verse in full, وَالْبَلَدُ الطَّيِّبِ يَخْرُجُ نَبَاتُهُ بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِ وَالَّذِي خَبُثَ لَا يَخْرُجُ إِلَّا نَكِدًا It's an ayah in Surah Al-A'raf. The land which is wholesome, pure, its fruits come out with the permission of its Lord. So a good, wholesome, pure land, its fruits come out with the permission of its Lord. And that which is uh, that which is impure or unhealthy, then sparsely, you know, with great difficulty does something come out of it. So this here is like a parable. It is like a parable for a, for a believer who is tayyib, and from him comes many, many fruits. The fruits of righteous deeds, the fruits of conduct which is rectifying and beneficial. And as for the that that you know that who he who is khabith, you know, it's very rare and very difficult that something comes out of him of righteous deeds or which is which is of benefit to him and, and, and to others. So in this parable, um uh, Mujahid Rahimullah you know, he comments uh, upon this and he says, uh, الطيب, that, that which is tayyib of the land, The rain comes and he benefits and, you know, things grow. Right? So this is a parable for revelation. A believer who is pure and wholesome, the revelation comes and he benefits from it and this then produces fruits. And... Um, as uh, Mujahid continues, that this is an example or a similitude which Allah has given for Adam and his offspring. They have been created. That this is a similitude for Adam and his offspring. They were all created from a single soul. Amongst them were those who believed in Allah and His book. And they became good and wholesome. And amongst them are those who disbelieve in Allah and His book, and they became impure and, you know, فَخَبُثَ meaning impure and, and evil. And likewise the statement of Allah Azawajal, سَعِيدًا طَيِّبًا referring to the dust of the ground. Uh, this is dust which is not impure. There is no najasa therein. 
And so from all of this you can see clearly all of the various meanings of that which is tayyib. And this leads us nicely to the statement of Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah. And it's, it's a nice short reminder for us inshallah to listen to this uh, nice speech in which he uh, elaborates upon that which is tayyib and the believer that is tayyib and the deeds that make a person tayyib. So inshallah we'll continue you know, the rest of this lesson with, with his speech. So he says first of all, he says, At-tayyib la yunasibu, la yunasibuhu illa tayyib. So, a person who is pure and wholesome, right? He is good. He has a good heart. He has good manners. He has, you know, he's good. Then nothing suits him. Nothing is appropriate to him except that which is tayyib. Right? So, meaning that this person, a person who is tayyib, he's inclined towards. He does not accept anything which is tayyib. Right? This is his nature. By, 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 by his very nature, one who is tayyib will not be inclined, inclined to or suited to except that which is tayyib itself. He then says, وَلَا يَرْضَى إِلَّا بِهِ So a person who is tayyib, the wholesome, the pure, nothing pleases him except that which is tayyib. Right? So as we, as we read through Ibn al-Qayyim's speech, you can obviously apply it to yourself inwardly. You can ask yourself the relevant questions as you, as you hear the speech. You know, am I always am I inclined only to that which is good? Do I find myself inclined to that which is which is you know unwholesome, unhealthy, shameful, you know, repugnant? Am I inclined? Do I find these inclinations? Am I always pleased only with that which is? You ask yourself these questions as we go through. You evaluate yourself as we as we. Go through this speech. So he says, "Wala yarla illa bihi, wala yaskunu illa ilayh." And likewise, he does not incline except towards it. Wala yatma inu qalbuhu illa bihi. His heart does not feel satisfaction or feel at ease except that, except by that which is tayyib, right? So, you know, in his heart, if, if there's something that, that, that is not good, he will have a wavering in his heart, right? So if you find that your heart feels satisfied or, you know, at ease with things which are unlawful or things which comprise sin, then obviously this is a sign that you haven't, you know, these are not the, the signs of one who is tayyib. وَلَا يَطْمَئِنُّ قَلْبُهُ إِلَّا and he says, فَلَهُ مِنَ الْكَلَامِ الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبِ الَّذِي لَا يَسْعُدُ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى إِلَّا هُ So he says that likewise he has speech, which is الْقَلِمُ الطَّيِّبِ which is the good speech, the wholesome speech. That which does not ascend to Allah except that which is طَيِّبِ and وَهُوَ أَشَدُّ شَيْءٍ نَفْرَةً عَنْ كُلِّ كَلَامٍ And he is most severely, he, he is remote and far removed from any speech which, which is khabith. So again, one of the signs is 
the words that you speak and the language that you use, is it all wholesome? Is it tayyib? You know, is there unbefitting kalam in your speech? Is there unbefitting speech that you use? You know, with, 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 with your near ones, or with your family, with your friends, with your close ones, you know, with, how do you speak? Right? So or again, the, these are from the manifestations and signs of that which is tayyib and that which is other than it. And then he says, وَكَذَلِكَ لَا يَعْلُفُ مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَّا أَطْيَبُهَا But likewise, he is not uh, inclined towards or does not do deeds except those which are the most pure of them. وَهِيَ الْأَعْمَالِ الَّتِي اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَى حُسْنِهَا الْفِطَرُ السَّلِيمَةِ مَعَ الشَّرَائِعِ النَّبَوِيَّةِ وَزَكَتْهَا الْعُقُولُ السَّحِيحَةِ Likewise, these actions which this person is always inclined to, they are the ones that the fitra, the sound fitra, and the uh, prophetic legislations and sound intellects, they accept them and purify them. Right? Meaning that the good, wholesome, pure deeds are the ones which we know from the fitra. The fitra is inclined to them. And we know that they are mentioned in the revelation. And we know that sound reason itself is, you know, accepts them and sees them as true. Right? So in other words, um, all of these three, three things, the fitra, the revelation, the sharia, and likewise the sound reason, it accepts these actions, it, it, you know, it acknowledges these actions which are sound and which are beneficial and which are good and which are wholesome. So, this is something that we know, for example, and he goes on to mention some of them in fact, he says, Mithal, uh, for example, that uh, he worships, worship, worships Allah, that he worships Allah and he does not associate any partners with him. And, you know, he prefers to please Allah over his own desire. Right? So, so his own personal pleasures, he's willing to sacrifice them if they come in front of the pleasure of Allah. And likewise, he loves to strive in his path. So these are all the, the good actions that we know from fitra and from aql and from revelation that they are that they are that they are they are sound. Um, you know there are some people who they see some of these things like for example honesty, honesty and truthfulness. You see that among the people of disbelief are those who see honesty and truthfulness to be the signs of a weak man. Right? And you will find this amongst the, the heads of the people of disbelief because they believe that uh, the way to uh, be on top of society and to be at the forefront in wealth and position and power and authority that you have to, by your nature, you have to be deceitful. You have to lie you have to be dishonest. And these are actual signs of strength and power. 
right? This is what these people believe. And, you know, obviously they, they do so on the basis that they, they reject revelation and they re reject messengership and they reject the books and, you know, they, 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 they are after power. In fact, even some of them, they, they believe in, in revelation. Uh, they, 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 are, they are from the people of the book. But they believe that the only way that you can control people and, you know, manipulate them and come out on top is that you have to be ruthless, you have to tell lies, you have to be deceitful. And honesty is the sign of a weak man, right, who's very gullible and naive. And all of this is false. This is, this is from the khubth. This is from the, the vileness and the evilness. And the end result of this type of attitude or belief is ruin in this life before the next so we should pay attention here that when, when we are describing these qualities, these qualities of being humble, of being meek, of being truthful, of being honest, of being charitable, of being generous, these are things which the fitrah, you know, inwardly, we know automatically that these are praiseworthy and these are desirable and that they are what the Sharia have come with. And it is also the reason uh, justifies them as well and accepts them as well so from the example is first of all to worship Allah alone without any partners and likewise to put the pleasure of Allah ahead of your own desires and to strive in his way likewise to be good and benevolent to the creatures of Allah as much as he is able and so he behaves with them in a way that he loves that they behave with him, right? So, you, so from that, uh, you know, the, the, the wholesome and pure goodness that you have is that you love for other people and you behave with them as you would love that they behave with you. And likewise, likewise, that he leaves them alone in those things or with those things that he loves that they should leave him alone. So in other words, you don't like to be you know, backbitten, you don't like to be abused, you don't like to be harmed, you don't like to be cheated and embezzled and all, all of these things which uh, infringe upon your rights and harm you in your, in your person, in your, in, your, in your body, in your blood, in your honor, in your wealth. You don't, want, you don't like these things. So just like you want other people to leave you alone in respect to those things, then from being tayyib and wholesome and pure, is that you leave them alone in, in those things as well. And likewise, He gives them advice with that which he advises himself. And he judges for, uh, in relation to them or for them in a way that he wishes that they would judge him with. And likewise, he bears the harm that comes from them. So for example, from the believers. You know, as believers, we all have our flaws. We all have our shortcomings. We all have, you know, upbringing. We don't always have the best upbringing. And as a result of that, we develop uh, traits. We develop qualities, uh, which are flaws in our character. And... You know, these flaws in character can, can appear every now and then in the relationships that we have with each other, within our families, between a husband and wife, 
you know, uh, uh, parents and children, between siblings, between, you know, friends and so forth. These, these flaws and characters, they come out from time to time. And so here, one who is tayyib, who is wholesome, pure, then he bears the harm of other people. Whatever things he doesn't like, or whatever harm that might come to him, he bears those harms. And at the same time, he does not cause them to bear his harm. So he tries his best not to make his harm to reach other people, but at the same time, he bears the harm of other people. Right? This is the, this is again one of the signs of being tayyib, wholesome, pure. Similarly, Ibn al Qayyim continues and he says, He withholds from their honor, he does not violate their honor or speak about them, you know, or, or abuse them. He withholds from, from dishonoring them. And likewise, if they were to take from his honor, he does not return and do the same thing. Right? Because he is honorable, again, it's from the sign of being pure and wholesome. He's honorable. So remember, all of this is, think about what's going on here. And in fact, uh, the way this ends is, is very nice, as Ibn al-Qaim will, will end it, inshallah. All of these are signs that inwardly in your heart, there is, you are tayyib. And so therefore, it's not possible for that which is khabith to, to really emanate from you. You know, that which is khabith, that which is repugnant, that which is vile, it shouldn't really emanate from you. And that's why, as you've seen, if someone takes your honor, which is repugnant, you bear the harm, but you don't return like for like. Because now this is, this is a khubz coming from you. Right? And similarly, the one who, the one who you know, uh, abuses you or brings harm to you, then you bear that harm, but you don't return with the same thing. Right, because this now would be, you know, th- th- there are elements of khubth which which would be emanating and coming out from you, which which you don't want, because you want to be the believer, which which, which is tayyib and wholesome and pure. And likewise, it continues, وَإِذَا رَأَى لَهُمْ حَسَنًا أَذَاهُ When he sees that other people have that which is good, you know, they have wholesome, good qualities. He spreads them, <clears throat> right? He spreads them. So and so, you know, uh, is is very kind. So and so is very generous. So and so is very patient. So and so is quite merciful, even though people have harmed him. He's quite merciful. So he speaks well of people. And وَإِذَا رَأَ لَهُمْ سَيِّئًا كَتَمَهُ. But when he sees an evil from them, then he conceals it, right? He conceals it. And وَيُقِيمُ أَعْذَارَهُمْ مَسْتَطَاعَ فِي مَلَا فيما لا يبطل شريعة ولا يتناقض ولا يتناقض لله أمرا ولا نحيا. So obviously this is this is not in relation to religious affairs. Like if he was if a person was to make mistakes in religious affairs, then obviously they would need to be clarified. <coughs> so we're not speaking about bid'ah and things like this, but we are speaking just general in worldly affairs and traits and qualities. If people slip and make a mistake, uh, then you conceal that as much as possible as you can. You don't want the khubth to be spread within society. We want to limit it as much as possible. So you do not spread the sins over the people. You don't spread their shortcomings. You don't spread mistakes that they make. You cover those things. 
But obviously this is different to issues of religion. Uh, someone promotes bid'ah, someone promotes misguidance, right? Someone misleads the people into sinfulness and so on and so forth. Then that person has to be spoken against because this now is spreading evil in the society and corruption. This doesn't apply here. We are speaking here of genuine slips, mistakes, flaws in character, things like that. You know, you conceal those affairs. So he then continues, He also has of the traits and qualities the best, the most wholesome of them and the purest of them. For example, Al-Hilm. Al-Hilm is being forbearing, right? You are resilient. So you are able to handle uh, the day-to-day annoyances and people who might harm you or annoy you. You, you. you are resilient, right? This resilience and forbearance and the ability to overlook and forgive, this is a tremendous quality. And many of the problems that we have in our daily lives and you know we, we, we tend to uh, we don't tend to have this quality this quality that the prophets and messengers had you know with the greatest of, of tyrants and disbelievers you know from their own families and otherwise they had al-hilm a tremendous forbearance and this allowed them to remain on the path that they were upon right forbearance so one of those tremendous qualities is al-hilm uh, al-waqar uh, and as-sakina al-rahma you know to uh, to be at ease and to be tranquil and to be merciful and as-sabr to you know to have patience and al-wafa al-wafa meaning to to fulfill the things that you are supposed to do do the things that you are supposed to do whether you know obligations towards Allah obligations towards your family or towards you know the other people who have rights upon you Al-Wafa and Wasahulatul Janib, you know, Alinul Ariqa, meaning that you are easygoing. You don't be highly strung. You know, just be easygoing, be at ease, take things easy, um, have a have a open heart. You know, be generous, take things easy. Wasidq and to be truthful. Wasalamati Sadr min al ghil and don't have any in your heart don't have any um, animosity or hatred wal ghish you know wal hiqd wal hasad these are diseases where you have you develop animosity and dislike of someone for something uh, that you have al ghish where, where you you know are going to deceive and be be, de- be deceptive wal hiqd and again dislike hatred al hasad and jealousy and anger these things are not, these, these are uh, from, from the impure things, from the vile things. And just like, you know, a plant, a wholesome plant in itself will be killed off by weeds that, you know, take from the nutrition that would be due to it and slowly kill it off. In the same way, these traits, these qualities, they do the same to you. Right, they they eat away and they and you know they spoil your character, they spoil your personality, they spoil your relationship with other people. Uh, this is not from 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 the traits of those who are who are tayyib tayyibin from the from the wholesome pure people. He continues, tawadur uh, and humility to be humble, and um, 
you know, uh, and to lower your wing of humility to the people of Iman, meaning to be kind and compassionate to them. And on the one hand, وَالْعِزَّةِ وَالْغِلْذَةِ عَلَىٰ أَعْدَاءِ اللَّهِ And to be, to be stern and severe against the enemies of Allah. On the other hand, and likewise, <coughs> to preserve and protect one's face from lowering it and humiliating it to other than Allah. So we are honorable, we are dignified, we bow, we humble ourselves only to Allah. We do not lower our faces in humility and shame and, and whatever, you know, in veneration to other than Allah, because this now is humiliation. This is, this, this is um, you know, it's, it's humiliation when it is to other than Allah. So, you know, we stand in dignity, uh, we stand upright, we submit only to Allah, we fear only Allah, and you know this. This is from the from, from the traits of um, uh, of, of a believer. Likewise, from the qualities al-ifa. Al-ifa means to be um, innocent, to be pure, not to indulge in shameful things and shameful deeds. Was shuja'a to be brave and courageous. Was sakha to be generous. Wal maru'a and to have these, you know, the the, the upright, uh, praiseworthy. Qualities of, of men and women that, that a man ought to have. Uh, and likewise, وَكُلُّ خُلُقٍ اتَّفَقَتْ عَلَىٰ حُسْنِهِ الشَّرَاعِ وَالْفِطَرِ وَالْعُقُولِ And likewise, this is just an example, but every other quality, every other uh, trait or quality, whose goodness is agreed upon by the fitra and by the revelation and by the intellect. He then continues and he says, وَكَذَلِكْ لا يختار من المطائم إلا أطيبها وهو الحلال الحني المري. You know, he says likewise he does not choose of food except the most wholesome and the pure, which is the halal, that which is halal, that which is you know, you know, which which nourishes the body and it nourishes the soul also with the best of nourishment, right? Because that which is halal and wholesome and pure. Because it's halal, it nourishes your body and it nourishes also your soul. Because you're eating from the halal, from the wholesome, from the pure. مَعَ سَلَامَةِ الْعَبْدِ مِنْ تَبْعَتِهِ While the servant, he tries to make sure that he is free from any kind of blame or liability in terms of you know, what he's eating, what he's consuming. وَكَذَلِكَ لَا يَخْتَارُ مِنَ الْمَنَاكِحِ إِلَّا أَتْيَبُهَا وَأَزْكَاهَا Likewise, marriage. He chooses that which is the, the, the best, the most purest, you know, of those who are, are to be married. And likewise, of fragrances, he chooses the best of them, and the most purest of them. And likewise, of companions, and, you know, companionship, except the, the pure amongst them. So in other words, now, on top of internally, you're trying to be tayyib, and making your deeds to be tayyib, you then try to surround yourself with that which is tayyib as well. Right? You consume what is tayyib. You do deeds which, is, uh, which are tayyib. And then you surround yourself, so whether it is marriage, whether it is friendship, whether it is acquaintances, you know, you're trying to surround yourself also with all that which is, which is good as well. And uh, he continues and he says, so, so after all of this, فَرُوحُهُ tayyib. So this believer... His ruh, his soul is tayyib, wa badanuhu tayyib. 
His body is now tayyib as well. Wa khuluquhu tayyib. His uh, traits or qualities are tayyib. Wa amaluhu tayyib. His deeds, his actions are tayyib. Wa kalamuhu tayyib. Wa mat'amuhu tayyib. His, his food is tayyib. Wa mashrabuhu tayyib. His drink is wholesome, pure. Uh, his clothing is wholesome and pure. His his marriage, his spouse is wholesome and pure. When he you know when he enters, and when he leaves, the things he enters into, the places he enters into, they are wholesome, pure places. The things he leaves, he departs from, they are wholesome. You know, for example, he goes into the mosque, he goes out of the mosque, he goes into good gatherings, he leaves good gatherings. Everything he's doing, everywhere he's going, everything he's experiencing, it is tayyib. Right? And obviously, all of that collectively is having an effect upon him. Um, and likewise, uh, So, you know, when, when he departs to something and when he returns to something, all of it is tayyib. So now you've seen Ibn al-Qayyim describe the wholesome, pure believer, his deeds, his food, his drink, his company, his, you know, the way he responds to others. He... He doesn't manifest anything which is khabith. Right? He then says, فَهَذَا مِمَّنْ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِيهِ This one is the one about whom Allah the Most High said, أَلَّذِينَ تَتَوَفَّاهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ طَيِّبِينَ يَقُولُونَ سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمُ دُخُلُ الْجَنَّةَ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ those whom the angels take while they are tayyibin, while they are in this state that we've described. Salamun alaikum, peace be upon you. Enter paradise on account of that which you used to do. And likewise, the angels of the, the keepers of paradise, they will say to them, Salamun alaikum, tibatum, fadakhuluha khalidin. Peace be upon you. You have done well, tibatum, you have done good. So enter into it, fadukhuluha fahiya is sababiyya. Because you have done well, because you have done good, you are tayyib, then enter into paradise to remain therein forever. And similarly, the statement of Allah Azawajal, Ibn al-Qaim says, وَقَالَ تَعَالَى الْخَبِيثَاتُ لِلْخَبِيثِينَ وَالْخَبِيثُونَ لِلْخَبِيثَاتِ وَالطَّيِّبَاتُ لِلطَّيِّبِينَ وَالطَّيِّبُونَ لِلطَّيِّبَاتِ Right, so those who are khabith are for the, for the khabith, the, the, you know, the, 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 the female who are vile and impure, they are for the men who are vile and impure. And the men who are vile and impure are for the women who are vile and impure. And those women who are good and pure are for the men who are good and pure. And those men who are good and pure are for the women who are, you know, good and pure. Ibn al-Qayyim, he mentions a number of interpretations of this verse. Uh, he says, one of the meanings of this verse is that, وَقَدْ فُسِّرَتُ الْآيَةِ الْكَلِمَاتِ الْخَبِيثَاتِ وَالْكَلِمَاتِ الطَّيِّبَاتِ So, the verse has been explained in that, Good, uh, sorry, evil impure speech is for the evil impure people. So in other words, evil impure speech emanates from those who are, who are evil and, and impure. And good wholesome speech is for those who are good, pure and wholesome. 
right? So obviously this is, this is you know, just like we have, um, there are signs you can see from people, like for example, you can see signs of sunnah and bid'ah from a person in terms of, you know, how he performs the acts of worship and what he says in terms of creed and things like that. These, these are signs you can tell. This is sunnah, this is bid'ah. Then likewise, just in terms of general the speech, some speech, people have vile speech, repugnant speech, and other people have wholesome, good, pure, you know, speech. So you can tell what a person is like, right? The, the, these, these are signs. And he says also, uh, one of the other interpretations is, as, as we, we, we've read in the translation, that women who are wholesome, pure, are for men who are wholesome and pure. And women who are vile and impure are for men who are vile and impure. And obviously, uh, the verse has a, a general meaning. It, 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 it has this meaning and the first meaning as well. So then Ibn al-Qayyim says, فَالْكَلِمَاتْ وَالْأَعْمَالْ وَالنِّسَاءَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ That speech and actions... And women who are good and pure are for those whom they are suited to of the tayyibin, of the men who are good and pure. Right? And likewise, wal kalimat wal amal wal nisa al khabitha limunasibiha min al khabithin. And similarly, speech, actions, and women which are vile and impure, they are appropriate and suited to their likes, to those who are from the khabithin. So after all of this, Ibn al-Qayyim then he says, فَاللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى جَعَلَ الطَّيِّبْ بِحَذَافِرِهِ فِي الْجَنَّةِ وَجَعَلَ الْخَبِيثِ بِحَذَافِرِهِ فِي النَّارِ So Allah Azawajal, He has made everything which is tayyib, all of it in its entirety, entirety He has put it into paradise. So all which is in paradise is but the tayyib. Everything is tayyib and all of it is tayyib. And everything which is khabith, everything which is evil, vile, impure, he has put it into hellfire. So he then says, فَجَعَلَ الدُّورْ ثَلَاثَةً Therefore the abodes, the homes, the places of residence, they are only three. They are only three. He made them into three. Daran ukhlisat litayyibin. Wahiya haramun ala ghayrit tayyibin. Waqad jama'at kulla tayyibin wahiya al jannah. So one of those abodes is an abode which is only for the tayyibin, those whom we described. And it is unlawful, it is haram upon those who are not tayyibin. And this abode has gathered together everything which is wholesome and good. And it is paradise. This is paradise. This is one abode. And the other abode, وَدَارًا أُخْلِسَتْ لِلْخَبِيثِ وَالْخَبَائِثِ لَا يَدْخُلُهَا and another abode which is only for the one who is vile and impure and for all things which are, which are vile and impure. No one will enter it except those who are vile and impure. And it is 
the hellfire, right? So this now is the second, right? This is absolutely 100% pure wholesome on this side, paradise, and 100% pure wholesome on this side, uh, sorry, pure, 100% pure repugnance, evil, impurity on this side, which is the hellfire, right? Both of these are in the hereafter. So that leaves only one more abode, the third abode. And so he says, وَدَارًا إِمْتَزَجَ فِيهَا الطَّيِّبْ وَالْخَبِيثِ This is the abode in which the tayyib and the khabith are mixed together. And this is obviously this world. It's this abode here that we are on this earth. And this is this abode here. وَلِهَذَا وَقَعَ الْإِبْتِلَاءِ وَالْمِحْنَةِ بِسَبَبِ هَذَا الْإِمْتِزَاجِ وَالْإِخْتِلَاتِ So because in this life all of this is mixed, the khabith is mixed with the tayyib, you know, like, you know, obviously there's, there's different levels of this, there is uh, disbelief, you know, there is belief, there is shirk, there is tawheed, there is kufr, there is iman, there, there is ma'asiyah, there is sin, but there is ta'ah, all of these are opposites, right? This is all mixed. And not only that, within a believer himself, there's a mixture of things as well. He has khubth in him, he has that, that which is tayyib in him. Right? All of this is, is there in the life of this world. And that is why he says, وَلِهَذَا وَقَعَ الْإِبْتِلَاءِ وَالْمِحْنَةِ بِسَبَبْ هَذَا الْإِمْتِزَاجِ وَالْإِخْتِلَاءِ This is why there is the trial and tribulation in the life of this world, because of this, of, of this uh, uh, mixing and confusion between all these things. And all of this is in accordance with the divine wisdom. وَذَلِكَ بِمُوجَبِ الْحِكْمَةِ الْإِلَهِيَةِ فَإِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ مُعَادِ الْخَلِيقَةِ So when it is the day of resurrection for the creation, مَيَّزَ اللَّهُ الْخَبِيثَ مِنَ الطَّيِّبِ Allah will then separate the khabith from the tayyib. They will be separated. And obviously, there will be purification as well. So, you know, if you if you arrive on the day of judgment having khubth and that which is, then there will be purification. Uh, you know, uh, whether in the life of this world, first of all, through trials, tribulations, grief, anxiety, loss of wealth, loss of health, loss of life, you know, you'll be put to trial uh, in this manner. Or it will be in the, in the grave. Uh, you'll be put to trial in the grave as a purification of that which perhaps maybe you fell into. And likewise the trials on Yawmul Qiyamah, you know, the terrors of the Day of Judgment. All of that, you know, that purification will take place. So essentially what will happen is Allah uh, as, as we see, uh, when it is the Day of Judgment, مَيِّزَ اللَّهُ الْخَبِيثَ مِنَ الطَّيِّبِ Allah will separate the khabith from the tayyib. فَجَعَلَ الطَّيِّبِ وَأَهْلَهُ فِي دَارٍ عَلَى حِدَّةٍ لَا يُخَالِطُهُمْ غَيْرَهُمْ He will put that, he who is tayyib, so the one who ends up at the end of the, the affair, as being tayyib, right? He will be put into paradise uh, with his uh, family, and, you know, وَجَعَلَ uh, الْخَبِيثِ and he will put, put likewise the one who is khabith and those with him in a particular abode. 
Right? So what will happen? الْأَمْرُ إِلَى دَارَيْنِ فَقَطْ So what will happen is that the end of the affair, there will only be two abodes. That's how it will, how it will end. الْجَنَّةِ الْجَنَّةِ وَهِيَ دَارُ الطَّيِّبِينَ وَالنَّارِ وَهِيَ دَارُ الْخَبِيثِينَ So it will either be paradise, which is the abode of the tayyibin, the good, wholesome, pure, or hellfire, which is the abode of the khabithin, of the vile, repugnant, you know. So this is the destination, the eventual outcome, on the basis of what we have in the life of this world, which is the abode where there is everything mixed, confused, you know, uh, the khabith and the tayyib. And as, as we've seen in the ayah, uh, that Allah may separate the khabith from the tayyib, لِيَمِيزَ اللَّهُ الْخَبِيثِ مِنَ الطَّيِّبِ That Allah may separate the khabith from the tayyib. This is the divine wisdom in the life of this world. Right? So everything that we undergo, that we experience um, from the trials and tribulations and the worldly harms, stresses, anxieties, these are for the people of Iman, for the people of Tawheed. It is part and parcel of that separation and the realities will be made on Yawmul Qiyamah. So this is the end of the speech of uh, Ibn Al-Qayyim, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. And... Uh, you know, this can be found in Zadul Ma'ad, in the first volume, in the early part of the first volume. And so we'll end the lesson there today, inshallah ta'ala. <clears throat> Basically, we've just looked at some of the meanings in the Qur'an of the word tayyib, and the different ways in which it has been used. We can see that it applies to, to many different things. Uh, a believer being tayyib, his actions being tayyib, his food being tayyib, his clothes being tayyib, his uh, marriage, abode, relationships, acquaintances, all of that, he surrounds himself in that which is tayyib. And um, that um, on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, only the tayyibin will enter into paradise and that this life is simply a trial to that end. So we'll end our lesson there today, inshallah. We'll, we'll continue in the next lesson uh, looking at more meanings of Al-Hayatu Tayyibah purely from a worldly point of view, right? So, what do we see a goodly life represented by? What, what is a goodly life? Is it good food? Is it good drink? Is it good clothing? Is it lots of... What exactly is it? And we look at some of the statements of the scholars in respect to that, inshallah ta'ala. So that will conclude our lesson there for today. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.